Yo, you're with the motherfucking Hustler Gang. I'm Mitch and I'm here with Sean and Jesse. Wagwan fam. What's going on? What's happening, brother? Not much, really. Fuck, a big week in terms of uh, things coming in from all different angles. Bit of information. Real, real life, I think coronavirus is starting to wear over the hill. Um, fake life, Takashi. Um, Documentary-wise, The Last Dance. Wow. It's getting better by the episode. Only one more week left. Oh my god! I don't know how I'm going to say bye to it. It's but it's actually addictive to oh watch. Oh my god! Like you want it leaves you actually wanting to know more about the backstory, more about like especially with Dennis Rodman. I feel the most even Scotty Pippen to an extent. I just want to see more of actually them. Like I want their, them to have their own doco now. I think Rodman, if anyone gets one, like yeah, they they would. There's I think probably Rodman a market for Rodman. To. They'd have to. He well, was talking in content. his Hall of Fame speech oh, saying that there's someone doing his documentary. So yeah. that was however long ago that would have been. But it makes sense That's after crazy. this for a Rodman or a Pippen to come out and mm. see how you know their life was being in the shadow of Michael Jordan. Mm. Pippen would be exciting for like a basketball documentary. Rodman would just be a fucking like oh, a just life documentary. Like, yeah. Both. Like... Like an athlete backstory sort of. Yeah. Like when you, I reckon it'd be more to compare it to like an Iverson documentary where that whole backstory, mm. it's more about his life off field than it is on the court because with well, Iverson, how? he didn't have that yeah. much time on the court. Like, Yeah, he was his was a lot life. theatrics. Yeah. Like life. What are you going to say? With um, Rodman. Rodman, I heard that he, when he used to go to away games, he used to go to the local um, strip club, shopping centre, oh. and <laughs> buy <that> out. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely would I have attended so. there. Um, but he used to buy out the, <coughs> the toys and um, clothes and whatnot, and go give it to the homeless. And mm. So there's oh, stuff okay. like that that you see on the Jordan that he was a wild guy and he liked to party and whatnot, but. You know, there's so another like, side like I, I only heard I saw that on a meme so whether or mm. not that was true or not but it probably is because from what I know about Rodman he was always like he was kind of wild in that sense like the party sense but the people who are like that and it, it, it rings true for Rodman as well mm. are typically the people who are the most kind of emotionally aware and intelligent but they just when they're younger and when they're in that limelight etc mm. they don't know how to deal with it as much and when they've been through what Rodman's been through it wouldn't surprise me well, if he, he did stuff like that he didn't have a dad, and then yeah. his mum eventually kicked him out. Um, I remember on the Breakfast Club interview recently, he was like reliving a traumatic experience, and he just like, like he was just like lost really for words. Like yeah. real like, life PTSD. Like on I the think spot. you saw PTSD literally <laughs> going on in that, um, that clip, in that yeah. interview because he was like he was trying to say stuff, and he was like. Mm. Unless that's just because like, of the drugs for catching people up who, on him too. Yeah. <laughs> just, he's like that cap like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it could have been. been. He's trying to talk, nothing's coming out. <laughs> but everyone knew what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, no, but like he's, he, he would be interesting, like even basketball's obviously going to yeah. be in there, but it would be, mar- it could mm. market it as a Rodman story and I would watch it. Well, even like how he's spoken about how he changed his hair colour all the time was more about just people recognising that he was an individual more than anything. It wasn't really to, so much to stand out and be that highlight. It was more like, this is me. Mm. Treat me as me. Don't treat me as the rest of this team because I'm Rodman. I'm not Jordan. I'm not Pippen. Like, I think that was what the, the main call-outs was for his actual hairdo. Mm. It's like... um. Two things. It's it makes fun. sense. Mm. It's like you ain't Joey be in the limelight if fucking Michael Jordan's in the team. Yeah, 
And so you can't like really Pippen, express yourself. For example, yeah. Pippen, he doesn't get as much limelight as, as Rodman. You know, because he wasn't Even that still, individual. Yeah. He was Jordan's sidekick. Although he had the potential to be a fucking Jordan. Mm-hmm. But you hear about even the players, they always say, like, they used to go to Pippen, and Pippen was always, like, the consoler, and, you know, that, that mentor more figure than Pippen was like Jordan the... was. Not in terms of, like, skill and ability and that drive that Jordan had, but I think in terms of just that mentor, someone to fall back on, someone to chat to when shit's gone, or when shit's hitting the fan, you can have a chat with him and get you back on track. He was a great player with, like, high emotional IQ, whereas Jordan, I think he had high emotional IQ, mm. but he's... High IQ was in fucking winning. Like, yeah, that's that's all he cared about. Like, he in, 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 he, yeah, like even the way he talks. Like, I was trying to get. Uh, I think it was Scotty Burrell, the that player. He's like, I was trying to get him to fight me. Like, <laughs> I just wanted him to fight me, and he just wouldn't. And like Jordan was just like, Gained so that much drew me crazy from that. Mm. Whereas he done it to another player and Steve had, Kerr. Yeah, Steve Kerr and got re- him. Yeah, <laughs> but he respected that too. I think he yeah. respected both ends. Yeah, like if he couldn't get in someone's head, he respected it. If he... Um, if someone snapped and fucked him. Like. Yeah, like he respected it too. <laughs> yeah, well, I think this. it was that middle ground where if you don't give the effort, that's the one thing that Jordan was just like, yeah, yeah. get fucked. Well, as this, as this, um, you know, now that we've watched eight episodes, I think it, you can see now that Jordan literally was only trying to make his teammates mm. better players. Mm. And you can hear from how they talk about him too. Like, you know, he only wanted the best out of us. Yeah. He was only mate, and if it wasn't for him, some of them wouldn't, you know, have became the player they they did. Oh, he got every bit of juice out of every player that came there, and I think that's what we learned more. And we even echoed it last week, like initially and and without like deeper dive into it, a deeper dive into it, like you can see how the players on the surface would not like playing with Jordan. Yeah, but because well, now th- you learn more about him. They, they yeah. respected him. They might have not liked him at times but they respected him because of that drive that he had to see them succeed too alright controversy time LeBron Jordan go which one Jordan you gotta say Jordan you'd have to like I'll admit I've been a prisoner of the moment as of many people even Scottie Pippen has been a prisoner of the moment after that 2016 Mm. um, finals run Cavs Cavs W which was probably the closest that anyone's ever got to kind of conceding LeBron has taken over Jordan but now that everything's settled down and there's no prisoner of the moment emotion, yeah. and a, you've got to try and not get prisoner of the moment emotion in this as well. But I think even before this, like Jordan just still has it. Yeah, I mean this just explained it for all the people that weren't really there and they've joined that sort of not even bandwagon for either player, but it's more just they've come in and gone, oh he's the best because everyone else says so. It's like this mm. is why he was actually the best. He changed the whole game. Mm. You know, he created these mentalities that players have today. Like this, he set the precedent for. Well, everyone. he put he put NBA on a world scale. Oh, he just, if it wasn't for Jordan, we wouldn't have a favorite team in the fucking NBA. It'd be like the NBA, NBA. Yeah. Like, and if anything, LeBron and what came through now, then it, it they probably would be the Michael Jordan. Yeah, and like it would eventually, it would but the way the it is now, for what Jordan did for the sport. There's no one that can There's, even come close, really. Mm. You see Pippen come out saying, I think it was only recently, saying um, there is no game that he would choose LeBron over Michael Jordan to have on his team. Mm. So he's saying, like, you know, yeah, like that's, that's, a cool, that's a big call for Pippen to make as yeah. well. Although he's probably, you know, never played with LeBron, but you can yeah. see how LeBron plays. And he's, yeah. he's said that. He'd rather play with... There's no game. He'd but pick LeBron like, over Jordan. It's mm. even like, you know, to that extent, when you hear like Andrew Johnson that talking about, 
you know, who they play with these days and who they think, you know, the best player is these days. They're the players who have the most insight to that extent because they've played, they've been on that stage and they know the extent of how tough the game can be and how, you know, how much you have to grind here and there. Yeah. So I think that, like, coming from the... That's, that's more true. of an inside perspective looking It's almost like, going, like... We're just judging. We're sitting here going, who's yeah. a go based on from what we know. Based on looks. Mm. Like, us looking yeah, in from, from the what outside. we know. But from within and the industry... And Kippen's coming out saying... You know, he's done all the hard work. He's done yeah. all the training. He knows the games. He I knows played the hard games. games. Well, it's <laughs> almost like like a sports version of like empathy. You know how empathy is mm. pretty much just like feeling for someone, knowing else. what someone else is going through, either because you've been through it or you're putting yourself in their shoes. Mm. We can only we can have like we can put ourselves in their shoes, but we'll never know what it's like. No. That's like sports empathy in a sense. Like they know what the fuck it takes when shit gets real. Like Joey Johns knows a 1997. Um, game against Manly in the grand final getting Darren Albert to the to the try line like Jordan knows game, game yeah. 6 the buzzer beater so and I think like the players are wired Pippen, et cetera, to too. look at like obviously the other players that they play around they're, they're wired to look at them in a different light to what we look at them like like little things with their techniques and all that sort of shit and even you know as you said the mentality but off court and mm. you know in the training in the gym oh 100% there's nothing that compares and like they we, our insight would be absolutely irrelevant. Our insight's just on, on like stats playing footy. and outside. Like we know how to yeah. play footy. Hmm. So when we watch a footy game, we're, like me, I played hooker. When I'm watching the footy game, you, I see the things technique. that the hooker yeah. does that the normal footy fan that hasn't played footy wouldn't be pick looking at. They just look at it as yeah. a fucking So it's the exact same <laughs> when it comes to basketball and all these Everything. Everyone in their own pro- profession, really. I think Jordan yeah, was just a more complete player in a sense, like... He was what? the mentality. He was the um, the notoriety in terms of the awareness. He was he was the skill. He was the technique. He was the fucking champion. I think his like, grind to win as well, and his ability, as we learned, his ability to kind of get motivation from nowhere. Oh no, Jess has a sneeze blowing up. Fuck, it's gone. You just nicked me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ability to bring motivation from nowhere. Like, there was even yeah. times where he admitted, like, he made up stories to motivate himself. Like, someone said, nice game mm. to him. So he could motivate himself. Um, and I think that's... You just, have to be clutching at them straws at some point or another. Because when you see, you know, that downturn that, they, like, the Bulls took and when they weren't winning and, when you know, they, Pippen got injured and all that. Like, all of that shit. You'd have to pull... Like... You'd be digging for fucking, you know, bedrock. An average player, an there. average player would be like, "Fuck it, we're it's in a bad I can't do it. Yeah, let me, like, let me not go to the gym. I'll just party and, and take my mind to basketball." Jordan is, let's get like, in the fucking gym. If I'm not, if I'm there, you're there, mm. etc. And I think that's also why he had so much respect for Dennis Rodman as well, regardless of like oh, all the Rodman bits and pieces. Is because Rodman was, was party, course. but um, Jordan admits up. every time he got to the gym, mm. Rodman was there. Two hours before, Kamikaze. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan uh, Rodman uh, when he came back from. Well, I think I brought up that Rodman like in last week's. Oh, the story about him coming back from the party and but I mean, the, like, gym, the gym, yeah. And Jordan would get there, mm. and Rodman would already be training, yeah. be there for an hour training. Mm. And whereas he, you know he had to pull Scotty Pippen to train him, mm. he had to pull all these other guys to train him. So it does make crazy, sense yeah. respect wise. What yeah, it? like he would have earned it what straight away. What was the coach's away. name? Not Derek. Phil Krause. Jackson. Phil Jackson, that's it. Even he talks about the personal relationship he had with Dennis Rodman and it's like... They were the most similar. The two most similar people yeah. in that 
in that dynasty. I found it interesting that... Why did um, Phil Jackson used to just party? He was like a hippie kind of close yeah, to Yeah, I was going to say, um, I can't believe he played it. his root, like his grassroots in a sense. Even his coaching style and everything came from um, the Native, Native American Native Indians. American, yeah, he loved them. Like, and so did Rodman. That's the funny thing. They yeah, had, that's, like, what they that's where they first over. connected on. There's <laughs> a Native American like painting or something. Yeah. Or something. They, they had something that was very specific <laughs> to Native Americans, like a, a memorabilia or something. And they like. I think it was oh, a shit, I have that too. Yeah. <laughs> Some like initiation thing to say you're a welcome member of the community, and he had one. He was like, "Holy fuck!" Because Phil, yeah, the, like, Phil used to play in the NBA. He won two championships with the New York Knicks. Oh fuck! And um, what's his name? Then he, he when he first came, Jerry Krause was the one who was big on Phil Jackson initially. He wasn't a coach yet. He was just a. Uh, ex NBA player mm. Jerry Krause was big on him tried to get him an interview 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 got him one Phil comes in all hippie clothes and shit like very relaxed he didn't even relaxed. have shoes on I don't think yeah like he was like in slides or some shit just walked in very very chilled and they didn't give him the gig and then Jerry Krause had to go to him and be like look go to the front office first of all and be like I want to get him a second interview like mm. we're fucking bringing him in I don't care what he wore I'll get him in a suit I don't care yeah <laughs> whatever let like me just have him come don't worry about the fucking suit yeah. <laughs> and then they said fine if you can get in here you can scruff him up <laughs> good and then he goes to he goes to Phil Jackson again he's like look I got you a second interview just fucking wear a suit we're buying you a suit just fucking buy out we'll buy one wear it just for this and then whatever they, from there it was Phil Jackson was who he was, but yeah. his initial roots are like that kind of free spirit Native American, close to the land. Kind well, what of what was the story with his own connect family? with the people? Oh, but, yeah, was well, it? that's what that's that's what the big um his big rap was. Well, he was the Zen master. Uh, even with rugby league, it resonates with everything. Like the the best coaches are the ones that put the players first, mm, like your Bellamy's and Bennett's. The, yeah, the ones that actually like, and they say with Bellamy and you know, Bennett and whatnot. It's a very family orientated. They make sure, you know, your home, everything at home is sorted. It's good and, first. You know, yeah, on that's that's mm. the main priority. And then, you know, playing rugby league comes second. Mm. They make it more than it, just know, a job that you turn up for. Yeah. And they also they make do you that. Feel you want to play. Like, yeah. you want to play for these coaches. If you feel... You know, you're not stressing about life and, you know, your misses, if you're going to have money or whatever the case is, you, your just little, mind yeah. is on rugby league. You yeah. want to play... For the coach, mm. for with your team, with you know, if everyone's in the same boat, you know, you don't have those jealous players. Fuck, why is the captain, you know, yeah, why is get he getting so favorites? looked after? Why is mm. you know, there's no the NWA house dramas? And Phil Jackson was the the bloke that pushed Jordan to be a, more of a team player, like fucking mm. um, what the bloke that um, shot the three and won the game for him in that. Tony oh, Cook. Yeah, Kukoc, how he's like, Kukoc is open. Or Paxson. No, no, Paxson, yeah, Paxson. Paxson's when open. Kukoc was when Pippen. He's sinking him. And he just goes, all right, pass the first one. And then from there, he sunk the three. And it was like, mm. all right, Paxson's Once gone. he trusted him, Let's yeah. Paxson scored, ended up scoring like... He fucking won him that game. 20-odd 20, 20 <laughs> and hit the game winner too. Yeah. Cause and that, that, was, that was with Jordan. Like, he had to gain their trust on the court before he could... Because mm. he just knew he could do it. Because I think beforehand, they had to gain his trust. Yeah, he was uh, you know, with people like that. True. Typically, they're very like, "I can fucking do it. I trust myself." Yeah, I don't know about. I don't. Trust I don't know if these use. people can do it. Yeah, and I'm and, not losing because of them. Yeah, yeah. if we're losing, it's because I miss a shot. And before it, Doug Collins, the coach before Phil Jackson, his whole agenda was just play through Jordan, play through Jordan, yeah, play through. He's going to win us this championship. Yeah, just play through him, and they were winning. 
um, they, they, they said in the last dance I think it was uh, episode 5 and 6 mm. they were winning and whatever and Jerry Krause is like we need to fire Doug Collins and get this Phil Jackson guy yeah and whatever they, they're going quite well and then they just shoot the shot get rid of get rid of Doug Collins mm. get Phil Jackson in Phil Jackson preaches this triangle offense which is now famous because he took fucking Chicago Bulls and then the Lakers to all to their the finals, finals. Um, and yeah like and that's why I think Jerry Krause as much as he's short fat annoying especially when you see the full body yeah of him walking oh, like I just want fucking yeah. oh, like Gladys Bixigerian needs to relieve the one punch fucking law just for Jerry Krause <laughs> even though uh, rest in, pa- rest in peace he's oh, he, he he's go for it yeah, yeah but like cruise if I was in hell. the 90s let's say that I'll catch you in the full five bro. I would <laughs> I would invite him to Australia just to suck a bunch of um but yeah like that was a good move by Jerry Krause in hindsight and that's where you got to give him credit, I guess, for that. Obviously, it was a, it ended up being the demise, mm. but it's also what started it. I think yeah. at the same time, though, like because the previous like Doug Collins was just going at you know that Jordan one man offense, one man offense, and then you had teams like the Detroit Pistons coming out with Michael Jordan rules, <laughs> and their rules were literally just fucking put him on the ground. Like that's your yeah. only job. Whenever he gets the ball, fucking drop it. Yeah, and that's what they did, and then it was like, "We, Jordan, you can't win this by yourself anymore." Because they'll just do, every team will start doing this mm. to you and fucking you up. And it was like, "Trust your mates," and there you go, six fucking championships. Six probably. championships later, and yeah, it's just wild. And then more, more recent, I think, did it happen in the seven and eight about the Scotty? I think they did when Scotty was the man for a season. Yeah, that was I. I didn't know about that kind of mm. that that blow up. Yeah, in the last game. In the last where game. Where they had a couple fucking... of seconds to go and coach wanted to give it to Kukoc. Yeah, it was a good yeah. Tony Kukoc. Tony Kukoc. And, and he was uh, like, motherfucker. Scotty Pippen didn't go on. Mm. He was like, I'm out. And then, to Phil Jackson's credit, in that moment, he did what any really good coach should do. Mm. He didn't succumb to the pressure of the, the number one man. He said, yeah, he said fuck know. it. <laughs> <laughs> he literally said, fuck it. Yeah. And then it's just like, this team Kukoc went on And Kukoc hit it. And then they had that emotional fucking... See, but then you, like, think about it. If that was Jordan in that position, the coach wouldn't say, give it to Kukoc. Mm. Mm. I, don't well, I don't know, because he was very much about that mentality at the same time. Like, If Kukoc was the man to get it, mm. it, it if Jordan was there, it probably would have been give it potentially to different. But, but Jordan uh, was happy not hitting that last shot. A lot yeah. of those game winners that you see... I think the only one he hit was in his literal in his last season. But All before that, it was Paxson, it was Kerr, like hit the yeah. big shots. It was, um, yeah, just... Well, Pippen probably done it because um, he probably had a sulk because it was his first year without Jordan. Hmm. He's there thinking, this now is my, my year yeah. to you know, prove to everyone that I am not, I don't need Jordan. Hmm. Why the fuck are you going to give the ball to some Kukic. Croatian guy? Yeah. <laughs> when I you know I can win the game but then you got to think about it mate it's a team sport and they would have been realistically the plan would have been okay Pippen's probably going to get the ball so if anything Pippen should have went on there thought about winning and being like fuck if I'm on there they're going to potentially like yeah. there's going to be a bit more well, attention on me than there would if he's not on they would have gone attack Jordan Yeah, Jordan's going to fucking score so if you're a team player you're going to go alright Get the ball, <laughs> bang, straight over to the free Croatian. 
<laughs> shoots a three. And he hit it too. It wasn't a it wasn't an easy shot, I think. Mm. Remembering it on top of my head. It, it just sunk. But yeah. And then they had that big emotional kind of um, dressing room thing. But that also that also spoke to the culture they did have. That they were able to get right in there and kind of come together instead of it letting erode and yeah. implode. That mm. Bill Cartwright, their centre, went in and he was fucking crying. Like, that's how much it meant to them to kind of have that team unity. And I think that's what um, Phil Jackson preached. I think that's what he had. Well, that's what he brought to the team. Because, like, I don't think the Bulls had that mentality at all. And no. even when they first um, drafted Jordan, not even drafted him, like, when they first sort of wanted Jordan, they was thinking about it. It was like, we need this man to be our team. Mm. Or we want him to win the win the championship for us. That's what we need him for. Mm. And then Jordan comes in and fucking, like, it seemed almost five minutes later, Jerry Krause was trying to change the whole fucking team around him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it was half an hour later. You, like, you saw that whole regime and it was like, he's fucking, like, it was just the biggest self-contradiction I've ever seen in sporting. Well, Jerry Krause lived initially as the hero. Mm. But he lived to, like, not lived in general, but lived long enough to become the villain, which is that 98, 97-98 season where it's Phil won't be returning next year. Yeah. If Michael does want to leave, because Michael um, was always saying, like, if Phil's not uh, if Phil's not here, I'm not playing. Yeah. He's like, we really want Michael to stay. We hope he changes his tone. But if he's not going to play with Phil, mm. then goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, that, the, there's negatives and positives to that. The negative side is, like, you know, you're not listening to the players at all, mm. um, which can it creates that distrust within that internal community. But at the same time, the positive is, like, the Bulls solidified themselves as a franchise. It's like, we're, Jordan, as much as we're grateful for everything you've done for us, you're not the Bulls. Like, yeah. And it took them fucking 10 years to realise that. But once they finally got there, it was like, now you've actually got a franchise which you've built around not just having a superstar, you're trying to build that all-star team and we haven't fucking seen it since. Yeah. So fucking devastated. And like, I think, what are you doing, I think, Bulls? <laughs> I think they did build... They built it, but it was very short-lived in the grand scheme. Yeah, but at the same time, six fucking championships in the six years that Jordan was at his peak, it's not bad for a dynasty. Oh. Two three-peats in a row. I'd love at to see time, it beaten. They were but... the first two three-peats ever. Like, Jordan got that first three-peat. Oh, no, sorry. They were three-peats, but in terms of superstars, mm. like, Bird had never got it. Magic had never got it. So that's what Jordan's big thing was. Like, I want to do... Something he was going to quit after the 92-93 season. Or the 91-92 season when he got that second one. Yeah. But, um, what's his name? He's like, I need to get a third because Bird and Magic never got a third in a mm. row. I don't want to be, like, I'm above that. Mm. And then also, recently, how fucking, how much does it add to that, that first championship back? Knowing that he did it on Father's Day. Knowing what he had gone through, etc. How crazy was that? Well, that's it. It was a very personally driven fucking task he set himself, mm. I feel. And he needed that. And that's, again, a, to a championship mentality. You need mm. a fucking pool where you can. I no, didn't he know. Used to, he used to create, like, having, you know, rivals and yeah. feuds, battles with other with other players out of thin He air. made fake ones as well. Like, he used to just, you know, it's, someone said good game to him after they scored 36 or 37. He comes out and says, I'm scoring 37, what he scored in the game in the first half, and he come out and scored 36 points. Wait, do you know what ended up happening with that one? I think that was the fake one. He's like, like, 15 years later, they went to him, and they're like, Mike, um, I think the guy who actually he said said it, 
He's like, Mike, um, I don't think I ever said that to you. Like, yeah, you didn't. <laughs> but then there's ones as well, like when he was 45 and he's like, after that uh, magic, after the loss of the magic, he was like, 45 will never be 23. So he turned to 23 and fucking got the next W. They lost to that series, but that was the one where he came back in like mid-March mm. in this whole fucking whole season. So I didn't even know He's that. A guy. He's a guy. He's got a bit. Easily. It's simple Easily. as that. Because when you talk basketball, like on court, he's a goat, playing wise. Go on, off, on and off, really. Because off, like you were saying before, yeah. globalize the fucking game. Like China, he huge. was a god. He, he st- we were talking about last week. They you they were saying him a god. he was <laughs> like he was yeah. <laughs> in the fucking in the religion center of the universe, Paris, like around that kind Bloody of area, even. Italy, Paris, etc., like France. Mm. Where the Pope is literally the closest thing to God, to them, like a physical God walking. They were calling, in the papers are saying he's bigger than the Pope. Yeah, like... In the mid-90s. And that's, like, that's when, when the Pope Catholic was trending. Oh, that's when it was huge. It was Ever trending up. on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it was trending on fucking Microsoft Excel, fucking edition one, bro. Like, it's just crazy to think. But how about at the end of it when he's crying... Bro, that is painful tears. Did you like? Did you listen to the way he was crying? Yeah, he was upset. Like it just sounded like he'd probably, been holding it's that just in. Hit him. Like to listen how players spoke about him now. You know, back then it wouldn't have been a problem because he had winning. That that was the only thing on his fucking mind. So I don't care. Like he wouldn't have cared what other players. Mm, you no. know, yeah, I respect him, but he's a dickhead. You know, he's mean. He's an asshole. Whatever the case is, and now he's, you know, twenty, thirty years out of the game. Mm. Looking back on it, looking at how his players are talking about him, and you know, it's probably just hitting him. Going, it's the price of winning, but yeah. he's got the more emotional side instead of the strategic winning side to it. Mm. But also the crying after the championship. Did you hit? When he was laying down after he won that championship, when he's without, the first up. one without his dad, and he's on the ground, mm. fuck, that was. <laughs> he just sounded like there was like, that was like three years worth of <laughs> just pain in a, a cry, and you could see it coming out like literally in that <laughs> photo. You, yeah. I felt pain. Mm. I was hurting. It, it was fucking <laughs> painful, bro. And then yeah, what about um? I tried Eljana fried chicken. Oh, you went update hustler gang. Which I went Newtown. to Newtown. So I went to Newtown, we got a charcoal Suck chicken, um, chips, old king caboodle, and then we got some fried chicken to try. Boneless or? Boneless fried chicken. Well, It was like a chicken, like a tender. Like fried. a Bondi bite sort of thing. Was it charcoal inside? Shocking. Oh, shit house. Not a fucking Fuck. fan. Did they charcoal it? Not a fan. No, nah, it wasn't charcoal in. So it was just fried chicken. But the fried chicken, like, it was not crunchy. It was not, it was not fried. Like, it... It was, I was, I'm not a fan, like, I wouldn't get it again. Yeah. General consensus in Newtown, though, did they like it? I'm not too sure, I didn't go ask, I didn't go around asking yeah. fucking Newtownians. But I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure no, they, man, would, they but, would, bro. Hey, mate, you like, a quick... Half of them would meet me. Too, it wasn't that busy. Mm. And when we were there, we were there like a peak goes on Friday sometimes for lunch, and she reckons... Packed. Like, it was a lot packed. A lot more packed on a Friday than it was when we went. What day so, did you go? I think it might have been a Tuesday night or something, Tuesday mm-hmm. afternoon. And it was, like, they can't blame 
you know, being busy on the quality of the fried chicken. Like, it was shit. <laughs> mm. I don't know how many people shit. are getting back outside now. Like, we've had that one announcement that you can have five people over, and it feels like literally everyone's just going back. We to can have them. ten outdoors now. So we can mm, have an outdoor yeah. fucking... Ten in any restaurants and cafes. Di- uh, DJ session. But you're not wrong there. Like, bro, the last two days on the roads... Fuck, man. Can I just tell you? It's like we're back to normal. Can I just tell you, if there's a second wave of coronavirus, it'll originate in Maryland, Stocklands. (laughs) That place is a shocker. I went, I was on my lunch break at work yesterday. I went to go get a boost about five meters, uh, about 50 meters from where I work. Bro. I I nearly hit. Bigger than Christmas Mm. Eve. It was like the second coming of Jesus. (laughs) Like, Jesus was in the middle of. Maryland Stocklands and everyone wanted to see him I know a lot of people aren't going out to that like I've seen on the socials and whatnot a lot of people are saying look yeah we have you know lifted the the laws the restrictions that little bit but Mm. I won't be going out of the house still yeah a lot of people yeah are still not going out but a lot of people are making up for lost time and spending big bucks too well you can't get booked now you don't have to have a reason for being outside so you can go have lunch at a park and you know not stress about Coppers coming over and saying, "What's going on?" We can have a on? barbecue with ten people. Like mm. people would be catching up with mm. friends, family, etc. Up to ten people and just well, someone announced it was going a fucking on. big bash last night. <laughs> I hear the music going until one thirty in the morning. Bro, there's going to be some <laughs> loud music in the next restrictions when it like big like when you can have up to five hundred people. Like when we were still playing basketball and whatnot. Fuck, you reckon they're going from ten to five hundred? <laughs> well, I mean, not that exactly. <laughs> so, um, but you know what I mean? It's a bit bigger. Yeah. People are just that like, there's just going to be fucking Yeah, party, for sure. Bro. Well, we've got a month from Friday. There's a month until stage two, which is, I think, a sporting activity. So, that is very exciting. So, that, that'll that be small. I can't wait. Especially now that we've got our jerseys. Yeah, I know. The jerseys are back. We're going to have to do a TikTok reveal. Yeah, we're going to know how they look. They look pretty fucking mad. Oh, they're amazing. And the material is very soft. Very um, nice. You see, I was watching... Did you watch the Elon Musk podcast with uh, Joe Rogan? I haven't yet. No, no. He was saying on there, bro, one thing I took from it... There was fucking so many things to take from it. Oh, there would have But been. one of the main things I was took from it... Was like, Just before you go... Was it recorded... Like a day before it came out, like was it pretty recent or was it recorded yeah. similar? Oh, no, right. it's recorded. So like his kid is born. They're talking about the recorded. kid. They talk oh, about the yeah. name and all that. Um, but with the coronaviruses, he was saying that with the coronavirus deaths. So if you get hit by a bus, for example, and you're shot, like you know you've got coronavirus in your system, or you know you you got symptoms, which there are millions symptoms, it's classed as a coronavirus death. And with the coronavirus death, if your loved one dies from a coronavirus death, you get a payout from the government. Whereas if they don't, they don't get a payout. So that Elon Musk was saying, like, with all the deaths that are going on, you don't know whether or not, you don't even know the percentage of how true it actually is mm. from the coronavirus specifically. Yeah, like this was the actual. I think 100% hospitals given like reason. Yeah, that hospitals get subsidised as well for every coronavirus death that comes out of there. Yeah, they do. Because well, right. it's high so risk. Money, monetary incentive. Mm. So that that was one thing I took you out of, it and it makes That's sense. Crazy. Like what you can't say they're lying to us, but there's so much information out there from you know all these organisations that you want to take true, but there's so many different ones. It's like what? Yeah. One thing they're saying, masks, you need to wear masks. One, some doctors are saying you don't. Some yeah. doctors are saying the masks are bad for you. Like, yeah. there's so many different things. Some saying they don't cold. even work. Like, what? 
you got people really? out there protesting mm. that the coronavirus isn't even a real thing. Mm. Like, there's just so much going on. We don't know what to take as true. Oh, yeah. Like, when know. everything goes back to normal. What will be our normal? What will be our normal? And will we ever be able to trust these World, world Health Organizations? Again, I think the, the WHO... The World Health Organization. Yeah, I think they're finished. Because at the end of the day, they are just that, an organization. I think a new organization are going to have to take the reins. Yeah. Or new organizations. Or Zin. Because clearly one central organization can't really be trusted with all that information if they're getting the fucking data wrong. Like, your one job is to report and on it, how many fucking... On the information of this... These things disease. don't happen. And if right? they're bribable. around all the time. <laughs> these things don't ever happen. But when they do... You don't prepare. You can't get it wrong. That's, what what you like, that's your fucking job. That's your time to shine, bro. That's a game seven finals. Why do we have a World, World Health Organization if you don't do anything? Well, you can't even count. Yeah. <laughs> what's a point? That's a problem there. But, no, it's hilarious. very weird times. That's and that's yeah, it's a question. I think World Health Organization is gonna get fucking bored out. But another thing Gary Vaynerchuk. We'll probably never ever find out nah. the true, you know, facts of it all anyway. They'll they'll know that if if we come out saying that we were wrong during this time, then, mm. you know, everyone's trust in us oh. are going to be gone. So whatever is going on will be hidden up mm. or... They'll be revealed very later. Yeah, um, When it's a, not as a emotionally charged conversation. Like when they can say it and it can only be in like past tense. Yeah. Right now it's present tense. So I don't think they'll drop any facts on us. Oh, like, definitely fuck not you. now. But I think definitely like, post like post the event they'll come out with more of a general consensus about alright this is what the world agrees the levels of like this disaster sort of met and this is what we're going to acknowledge mm. to the public so like they won't acknowledge all of it anymore you know what I they'll think. do they'll start to re- I reckon they're just going to take a back seat with it all now because yeah. they, they don't want to be in that line like because if they get one, one more thing wrong they're finished mm. like they can't literally their one job as you said Gamba like their one job is to fucking report and provide strategies for these diseases for pandemics and you just can't count the, what the, time, you, what the time we need you the most <laughs> who put you in this job <laughs> who literally <laughs> what they'll do is yeah I reckon they'll release like you know how they release post reports and shit they'll release like a big report that all these like Joe Rogans and fucking Eddie Bravos etc dissect mm. and give you the true information but they'll release it knowing the general public won't read a 740 page report on coronavirus and then they'll create a distraction elsewhere so it just goes under the rug just like what they've done with Jeffrey Epstein yeah like the information's there so they can't get in trouble technically because they know the general public won't fucking read stuff and then they'll create the distraction this well, is- Jeffrey Epstein was the biggest thing of 2019 easily yeah, it was it just proved and that it wasn't the US government too. can hide things up they do what everyone thinks they do hmm. and you know it was not going away Old mate Prince come out at that interview, which was a fucking laughing stock of the world. And then I thought, oh god, I thought you were talking about Prince the fucking singer, cuz. Oh, the you know the singer? Yeah, that's what when he first <laughs> nah. was like, when you said Prince, I'm like, what is Prince? Re-? First of all, he's fucking dead. So if yeah. he's come back, then that talks a lot about the fucking media. What's going on here? The World Health Organization. <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> 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 World Health Organization covered up Prince's death. Nah, yeah, that Prince fucking George. When you were first talking about it, that was hilarious. Like, but yeah, that like was that, horrible. Did he not have a media team that planned him for this, bro? I think he is that far up his own ass. He just that wasn't. he thought he could come on and you know change everyone's minds. Yeah. 
he thinks people are fucking dumb. Wait, give me a quick recap about this bloke. What did he do? What was it? It was Andrew. He was mates it? with Jeffrey. Prince Epstein. Andrew. Oh, prince yeah. Andrew. Okay, the I'm one who was the yeah. most associated prince with fucking. I thought and he was talking about after... the one that was talking about coronavirus on air. He was talking about how they're not going to get it, and then the next week he was fucking diagnosed. No, that was uh, the Iran bloke. Um, he was like, Iran is staying open, the coronavirus won't come, etc. And then he's on next week and he's fucking nearly dead. They've been bombarded like he, with the, He was. If asymptomatic is a word for no symptoms, he was. Fucking Zed symptomatic. Because he had every fucking... <laughs> the opposite end of the fucking spectrum. <laughs> he had every symptom possible of human fucking man Iranian kind. Bro, have you seen all ex-workers um, of Ellen DeGeneres has come out? They've all come out saying Bro, she's, she's mean. She's copping it. She's rude. For like she's six months she's it. been copping it. Like, that's like an I Epstein. think they're saying, though, that initially when it happened, she should have come out and apologised. But mm. she didn't. She and now... Done. A lot of people apologise. I, I don't know. The, one of her staff come out saying behind the scenes. You know, it didn't help she's her though. Mean, she's selfish, and you know, I think she's a bro, bitch. I reckon she'd be a mad clout chaser. Like you can tell just on some of her <laughs> she interviews. Would be, like literally, when she's sitting on the interview and they'll say something, and it, like you know, you might have a giggle when you watch it, but she sits there just with this fucking smile on her face. Oh, that annoys Sometimes, me. I can't bro, watch her. Oh, <laughs> I can't watch her because she just never laughs. There's no at emotion. You. She's like a Christian Stewart, but with just a smiley face. Yeah. Like, and then she says just... something, and the crowd start laughing. Like it's like there's a bucket does. <laughs> it's like applaud now and they oh, hold it would up the be. Sign, she would bro. have it, and it only would they would, bro. I went to fucking Australia's Got Talent, and they had a sign like that. <laughs> so I'm telling you, if they had that in Australia, oh, there's, there's, there's a dude in the crowd with a sign, <laughs> applause, and everyone just starts going. <laughs> <laughs> the only one who's legit is when Oprah starts fucking throwing out every, a car to everyone in the audience. That's the only That'll time people actually up. start cheering. Yeah. Imagine with after no the show, she just goes, no, I'm just cheering up. He's all getting fucked. Fucking <laughs> after it, she's like, look, uh, that was just... We'll pay up. for half of it if you can. Here's your hot wheels. <laughs> yeah. We'll put the deposit, you pay the rest. <laughs> yeah, but um, Prince Andrew, continue on that one. No, I was just saying, so like with him, the whole situation, and now with coronavirus coming out, like that whole that's situation literally just swept under the rug. Yeah. His wife at the time, or girlfriend at the time, who was getting these young girls for him and all his, um, you know, Prince Andrew and the whole crew. Oh, she that, was a pimpette. She was a pimpette. Now she's on the run. She, they can't find her. And that that was the next step was to get her to, you know, because Jeffrey Epstein's dead, to find out what actually went on in his life. But they're not. Because no, coronavirus no one, is going on, no one cares. No one can travel too. So if she's gone somewhere, <laughs> yeah. if she got the last flight out, no one can follow her. <laughs> See you. Because she can. The only way they can follow her is if they jump in a fucking freight express fucking plane. And who the fuck wants to go in that? No one. I don't want to sit with someone's fucking shoes. No, no need. No fucking need. But yeah, that's wild. Imagine that coronavirus. Imagine we end up finding out that it's literally only done to cover up the Epstein. I don't think we'll ever find something like yeah. that. Yeah, that, that'll never come out. And it, like, we were close to finding out but, that but the US he, government <laughs> and whatnot was going on. We were very close. And then Bill coronavirus Clinton. Well, because like... <laughs> they reckon Hillary Clinton's involved too. She likes young Well, girls. yeah. Well, they reckon like the, the whole thing, it blew up when he was first in prison. And then it got even more coverage because apparently he committed suicide. And, and now, there were so many faults yeah, in the in suicide. The like, how can the camera die? The camera malfunctioned. Specific five minutes or whatever it was. The two staff that were meant to be watching him 24-7 fell asleep. Oh, what the fuck? They fell so asleep. They're watching, yeah. you know, a billionaire, the high-profile <laughs> case in the fucking world. 
Highest profile pedophile. And then in afterwards, the world. Like, not not just yeah. like fucking some Joe Blow from your backyard. Like, <laughs> this is fucking. It's a famous pedophile. Like, <laughs> they got asked why, you know, should he have been treated, you know, as in a higher value as the other um, prisoners? And mm. the answer was no. We treat everyone the same. And they were like, why? He's look at what was going on in his situation. Mm. Why wouldn't he be kept in a higher value like? You need to the rest. You need to keep him alive for information. That's that's, what, that's what yeah. he's fucking. That's his value. He's extremely high value in that regard. Like in a way to bring justice in a sense and fucking mm. expose the the the, the rings. Larger, yeah. The fucking. You know what I read the Virgin other day? Island, state of Alabama. 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 <laughs> I tell hey, you what, Alabama. man. The state of Alabama back home, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was... fucked my cousin yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they've actually just passed a law, and I can't confirm this is real because I read it on Facebook. But I looked into it, like where the, the Australian version, where the Australian version of brilliant idiots, anyway. And um, <laughs> it said that Ala- the state of Alabama has recently passed a law that allows them to chemically castrate any pedophile. So if you're a pedophile in that state of Alabama, you literally get your dick or whatever it is chemically castrated off like with an injection I don't know if it just falls off or what happens but like you can't use it anymore wow shit that's like they literally passed it but if that goes because they just jump on those fucking hormone pills that every second 13 year old is on and they grow a new cock that's a really good point man what are your thoughts on fucking kids under 10 getting a sex change how can they have the mental capacity to even know what that even means and if parents are doing it that you can't like that shouldn't be the excuse parents are deciding that they the kid has come to them really sad that they want to be a different person if the parents are doing that the the kids should literally be taken off if the parents are agreeing to that that 100% it should be a crime bro and you watch I reckon give it 10-15 years 30 years all these kids are probably going to sue their fucking parents. Oh, it'll be. It'll Brother, be like you concussion. Let me, you let me become a girl when I was seven. I didn't even know what the fuck. <laughs> Man, I didn't even know what I was doing at 16. I wanted to be a girl at 16. I'm Bro- joking. I'm Bro- joking. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, man... I- I used to always dress up in, you know, girls' clothing until I was eight, yeah. nine. If that, that, was in, if that was in this era, you would be a woman by 11. Mum and dad would go, do you want to become a girl? I'm there going, yeah. uh, yes. What the fuck? I, I would love to. That sounds fucking sick. That's it. How could and they even understand? Permanent, that's a, like, it's a permanent <laughs> change. Like, you have a sex change a back, age. you're not fucking getting your same dick back. Oh, like, it's a, it's a manufactured no. cock. Like a, you, It'll be a manufactured surely. cock, pretty much. Mm. Like, it's from... Fake one off the black market. Like, uh, from China. Do you like want a, a nine-incher? <laughs> you want a six-incher? That's a actually cool. Come in with a big 12-er. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's doing? It doesn't work, but it's fucking huge. Oh, it's huge. <laughs> It'll work for you, not me. I won't feel much, but you will. Yeah, I just don't understand how... How could the doctors doing the surgery allow that to happen? Oh, you'd have to. Yeah, nah. They, and that's how would you perform that surgery? I would fucking never. Being a doctor looking at a seven-year-old, you know, on on the table, going, "We're gonna turn that into this." What? How? How can you go? I'm Everyone gonna go home and just done. sleep. Hundred percent. The parents sure. should be the first court, like the first. You know how they say first degree, second degree murder, whatever. Mm. That should be like they should have first degree fucking. Charges for this, yeah, not murder. Where it should be court, that, like, like a first degree is a parent, third degree doctor. Like, yeah, that's just. 
I don't know how how can you succumb to your kid like your kid going I want to be a girl. You're like you're ten years old. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Barbie dolls. Put on a dress you if you want, but you're not fucking changing. Like, if you still want to be like that at twenty one, when you can like, make the call and deal with your. You never even used your fine. old fella yet, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You're getting thrown in away. Dude, do what uh, do what Boozy does, bro. Boozy is getting his fucking kid head hey, at bro. twelve. I saw that man for his twelfth, thirteenth birthday. He reckons <laughs> he's done it. His parents done it to him and all his cousins. Like yeah, a, what's for his twelfth birthday, he got his son a head job. Boozy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now a lot of people are coming out oh. going, take the kids off him. He should not be allowed to have kids. Like, they're yeah. too young. I get that point of the argument. But I'm not saying that for Boozy's day. I'm saying that do what Boozy did, which is, if they're saying at 10, that I want to be a girl, puzz. One head job, change your life. <laughs> 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 I'll give you head. <laughs> Even though I'll get done, sit here. I'll suck you off. Get in the corner, kid. (laughs) (laughs) But sign this NDA. You can't fucking talk about this. (laughs) No, but you better not sue me for this. Oh, you better not sue me. Alright. Yeah, no, that's it's weird though. I can't. Like twenty one. Even in Australia, you should be able to drink. Bro, you're not allowed to drink. You're not allowed to make. You know, you're not allowed to vote until you're eighteen. You're not allowed to do all that. Vote. Surely, if you're not allowed to make decisions like voting, yeah, but that's what if you're not. No, no, to vote, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. vote is fucking. How like, you, you can't even be your own. No, it shows you like how fucking. Yeah, if you, you can't don't have vote the brain capacity to vote for a leader of our, you know, country <laughs> that country. you live in, you should not be able to go. Hey, I want to be a girl today. You can change your cock to and a just bird. Be allowed to do it yeah. like that. You know, if if mum and dad are sweet. Cock. Well, it's, these days, it's like, even if mum and dad aren't sweet, I want to be a girl. I want to be it. And then you put it on, they go on Instagram and say, I want to be a girl, my parents aren't letting me. And then the fucking trans community, the all like the on, fucking, yeah. the community, the fucking And all these equal rights. The rainbow community. The rainbow fucking community. Yeah, but like, even all Love these, the rainbow community. these equal rights people that will come out <clears> and be against this, you actually need to have a thing about yourself. Because if your child came to you at eight years old and said, I want to have my dick cut off, and you said yes... Then you're a fucking idiot. Every parent needs to be psychologically examined by the best fucking lock. They need a... You know how the World Health Organization exists? We need a World Mental Health. WMHO. Honestly. That can't take any donations, so they can't be bribed by a fucking gay rights, like, pushed agenda. Mm. Or, like, LGBTQ, which I have nothing against it if you're old enough to make that decision for you. But a parent shouldn't be old enough to make a decision. Because what if that parent is someone in that community who's doing their... Who's using their kid as a fucking scapegoat? Like, that happens. Everyone should be, like, one universal baseline fucking psychiatric test mm. to make sure they're not just fucking mentally unwell. Cause that's, you, because you can't do yeah. that. Like, that's a, mm. it's a life... Yeah. That is a life-changing operation. Like, you're... The person you go in there, literally and, like... Physically and metaphorically, the person you go in there is not the person <laughs> yeah. coming out. Yeah. <laughs> seven, Mentally, you don't even know who the person that you you're leaving in there is. You don't even oh. know who you are. <laughs> like, we're, we're early 20s and you're still figuring out your fucking footprint. Yeah. You've only just worked People out People don't fucking find their cults. footprint until 30s, bro. Like, you're not, you're not yeah, set you're in your ways until 30s. Like, so if and yeah, I just feel like people that disagree with that and that are like, are like, nah, they should have the right to be able to choose non binary, all this fucking bullshit. Pull your head in, have a look at yourself because honestly. these are children. You need to watch a game of sports. These are real lives you're messing with. They're not just your opinion and the way that you feel the world should be. This is actual people's lives. Hmm. You're and not gonna sometimes your fucking kids. <laughs> That's it. And if it is your kids, you know, it might be sweet now when you give them that, that feeling of, you know, power and respect and whatever it is but 
at the end of the day. Yeah, wait, let them know that you can't just... Fucking hell. There's a boss in this world and be that boss. Like, there's... There's, like, not in a, you know, fucking hurt the cunt, but, like, just put some sense into his head. Like, you know, you're a kid. Unfortunately, I'm not going to let you do this yet because you actually don't even know who the fuck you are. (laughs) Yeah, like you, you can't even count fuck to are. fucking forty yet, man. Like, <laughs> like literally, you went to school today, <laughs> and you got fucking. I got a call from the school, thinking that you might fucking have a, you might be autistic, and you want to sit here and. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, I've just got to get you fucking tested for in case you're on the spectrum. And you're telling me you want a fucking cock. You are, <laughs> you're not getting a cock. Christmas, you're not getting a cock for Christmas. Settle fucking, down. Bro, I got, Settle down, kid. I got a 24 case of Coke for fucking Christmas at 11. <laughs> yeah. That should be oh, yeah. illegal. Let alone fucking... <laughs> that should be illegal. <laughs> illegal for fucking sugar consumption. And this is school holidays. Six-week school holidays. I had that done by January 3rd. That's 24 cases, cans of Coke. Me, personally, I finished it. That's like fucking over a thousand grams of sugar. That should be illegal. Let alone changing your cock to a fucking vagina. Or your vagina to a cock. It's I just, yeah... At that age, it, it just fucking shits me. Like, that topic gets me angry. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah. these kids actually don't have any control over their own life yet. And no. you've done this to them. Like, it's... As much as you say, oh, it was their choice. It wasn't It's their not choice. their choice at seven, bro. <laughs> And it's because of social media, 100%, 100%, man. Because people are... These people who kid, are standing for it yeah. aren't seeing the real life shit. Like, they're not seeing... Some of them have kids and they change well, it. They but some of them stand there and go, like, I just need something to fight for. Mm. You... Someone who has kids, some of them don't have kids. They look at someone with kids and say, how can you deny them the chance to be who they are? Yeah. All right, if they're 20 fucking seven and you're still saying you can't change and trying to stop them and and manipulating them, if they're seven years old, you have the right as a parent to just let them grow. What the hell? Yeah. Give them a chance. Give them a chance to make that decision for themselves at 22 where they can't come back and say, what the fuck did you do? As a parent, I'm... Like, you got to say no as a parent. Myself, but yeah. like my parents definitely told me. Have no, you got a kid? Fucking, I wish. Chances, <laughs> 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 fucking. I want a fucking biological clock. Is fucking ticket. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a kid. I just want a fucking mini man. I think I'm gonna say fuck him. Jeffrey Epstein. That's what we're trying to get off here. Jesse, Jesse Epstein. Stop it. Jesse Epstein. <laughs> no way. What an idiot. You've got the same initials as him too. That's fucked. That's you could sue him. I might just sue him and get some cash, boys. It's probably the easiest court case right now. But yeah, I, like, yeah. If, if you're in that position and you're making the call in favour of your child changing their sex, it can't. You it. you should be mentally examined. You have to be mentally examined before it. I think if we're talking about an ide- ideological perfect world, if we're talking about fucking punishment for doing it, you're not gonna be imprisoned or fined heavily. Like, you're just can, not safe. Or just take the kids off them, bro. Like that. If they're still under 18, take the There's a duty kids. of care from the parents, which is a given, but there's also the duty of care from the fucking state which the kids live in. If that's legal, the state needs to rework themselves. And there's a duty of care from the doctor. If the doctor is doing that surgery, they need to be mentally examined because mm. that is not normal. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't give a fuck who I offend about that. No, that's not normal, offended. bro. Yeah, it's not. And that's some yeah, it's not fair. On the kids, it's just for sure. Unnecessary, no need. If my kids. life was changed at seven and I was now 22, I'm angry. What we said before, you just want to sue your parents. You go on, as, why'd you let me? You'd sue the doctor. I'm seven. What the fuck are you doing to my body? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a cock. I wanted to ride a unicorn like yesterday, mum, and now I, I don't that, have a dick. Like, it, yeah. You know, <laughs> you give it 20, 30 years, and I reckon they'll actually be sex change victims. 
Who I reckon there will. There's going to be that come out one hundred percent that are going <laughs> to say. Now yeah. it's all yeah. well and dandy because it's new and there's well, no, yeah, these kids it. aren't old enough to ha- see the long term effects. But mm. it's like fucking concussion in the NFL in the nineties. All right, the fucking concussion wasn't huge, but now we're learning no, more about the brain issue. concussion. They just had to pay out one billion a couple of years ago. Well, because it leads to dementia people. now. It leads to all these all mental um, health problems. Literally. Which they weren't known before. But now, what do you think the mental health ramifications yeah. of this are going to be? A big part of it too would be, bro, I Google searched the other day, how many genders are there? Oh, they come up stupid. saying, um, in most, in most, like religion, in most practices, there are two genders, but at the moment we're up to 58. So like, Facebook allows you to choose. Like yeah, I think they've got or... almost fifty-eight. That's mm. what we was talking about the other day. So like, that's what brings mental health on as well for kids. You mm. know, if we're there making a fake account when you're fucking eight years yeah, old, yeah, like when we were making <laughs> our fake account when we were twelve, acting seventeen. You're a male or a female? I'm a fucking male. Yeah, <laughs> like you only get the two choices, and it's fucking black and white. You're either one or you're the fucking other. It's like boys and girls. Actually, no, it's not. I can't really make that comparison after what we were just talking about. Male and female? Boys and girls? Yeah, male and female, but these days it's... Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's black and white. You're either a man or you're a girl. And like that, this non-binary things, like, you can feel a certain... Like, you're not... No one is the exact... Like, no one is normal if that's what you're trying to get at. Like, you are your own person, 100%. Be your own person and do whatever you want to do. But... (laughs) Everyone's an individual, yeah. Physically, like, it is impossible for you to actually exist outside of them two biological genders it's impossible you can I don't care you can cut them all off and do whatever have nothing sitting there at all but you are but at one point still... you've just been like physically altered but at one point you, you still have the genetic makeup of either a male or a female and you, you can't argue against that yeah. oh, oh, I feel like a girl on the inside well I don't care you can feel like whoever you want emotion I feel that's like why you're gay like, that's inside. what gays and homosexuals and all that sort of Ah, uh, like you know, you you're gay. You're a dude, and you like assholes. Like, well, th- yeah, no you might feel like that. a girl inside, but that's exactly right. Yeah. There's not a problem. That's that what is we've the, seen now like with other men or like other girls. Like, like in the last ten years, you know, it's starting to get accepted a mm. lot more. Well, you men are normal now. now. Like, like it's a normal thing, and it's not a problem. But even in that token, there's the the fine line is. It is completely normal as a bloke to feel emotions, to feel empathy, care, etc. The things that typically were looked at as you just got to be the breadwinner, you got to be a business, yeah, you got to have man. a business mind, you got to be you're a man. You're crying, you're a man. Yeah, be a, a man, man, stop brother. crying. Be a man. They were and, like females associated with yeah. And that's what I was having an interesting conversation with um, a work colleague yesterday. Good bloke. And um, we are saying, bro, the next wave is females cheating because they're going to be in high power positions stuff that men were in they're going to be in overseas like six months overseas they're going to be making the bread they're going to be so instead of you know investment bankers in the the, the normal like sort men, of side yeah and women being the, cra- the, the crazy I'm not saying that I'm saying like known as like cra- over never cheating <laughs> Emotionally connected, only emotionally cheating, etc. Mm. The next wave is going to be women the next physically trend. cheating. Yeah, it's going to be trending on Twitter. Gary Vee will jump on it soon. <laughs> he'll fucking hundred <laughs> percent. If you're not cheating, cheat. 
Can you imagine? There is so much fucking opportunity in cheating. There is so much opportunity it's in cheating. There's a market right now. There's, money there's a market for cheating. It's like TikTok about three years ago. What che- yeah? What TikTok was three years ago? That's what cheating. I on wish I put twenty five million into. If you're a woman, cheat on your man. Cheat, <laughs> cheat, and then expose yourself. There is a market for that right now. <laughs> Come out, but do it. put it all on social media. Fuck the dude. Fuck him. He does it to you. He used to five years ago. He was doing no, it. No, you're worth baby girl. <laughs> Gary Vee's gonna be out here as a player, bro. He's gonna be fifty, and he's gonna transition into Playboy oh. millionaire. I want to give um, Takashi 69 a platform, although just did. But fuck me dead, bro. What do you reckon if he was to come out of jail Mm. and go on the quiet side of things and, you know, not do what he's doing? Down the track, do you reckon there would have ever been a job for this young man? Like, what profession could he have gone into if it wasn't rapping? Like, you know, now, not, not prior to him rapping. Like, out of jail if he had to lay low. Fuck. Well, probably a clown. first of all... Well, like that's... They'd make 52000 a year salary. He'd be able to just become a fucking professional clown. Honestly. You know what he should do is he Fuck. should... He should manoeuvre slowly but surely because his songs are trash. Like, the beats fire. He yells unnecessarily. Like, don't yell at me. I know you got fucked in the ass in prison, but get that anger out through therapy, not songs. He's from New York, eh? Yeah, I think he's from think he's Bronx. Yeah, the king, of, king of yeah, King of New York. Yeah, he's from New York. I don't oh. know where he's from. I don't know where he's living. No one, I think, will. Everyone will know thing, every now bro. and then, but he's going to be moving. Like, he could have come out and gone below the radar and just relaxed. Never Instead, he's come out doing... He's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. Mentally. Whether or not he's actually in jail. Mentally. Mentally, he's going to be in jail. He's... He won't be able to like right now with his living conditions. That's that's probably never going to ease up. No, like they'll never he has ever to move. Even two years down the track, if he ever comes out saying, you know, this is where I'm living. Not even like if they find out where he's living, he's not going to be able to go it. to like a public. He's not going to be able to have concerts. Like he's not going to be able to do all that. Everything he's going to have to do is going to be coronavirus forever. Like social distancing. Yeah. And his it's life good is right now be... for him because right now what's going yeah. on. And that's the thing, he's probably caught up in the moment going, yeah, no you know, while everyone's inside, no one's coming near me, no one's doing any of this, but this ain't going to be forever. He needs to venture, and I don't know how well this will work, because it, 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 um, it entails like being in the public eye. But you know DJ Academics? Yeah. He's like an internet... He's yeah. obviously got the, the everyday struggle now, but an internet kind of... Yeah. Fucking documenter. Sensation. Like he just... Yeah, like he just... YouTube, Instagram, etc., he just needs to be that because he's just a troller. He's just loud. He just wants. I think he would have worked at Eve. Well, everyone. You fucking. He would have worked with Jess. Type of bloke you'd walk in there with the fucked up hair, bro, <laughs> <laughs> and just some fucking weird attitude, and you go off there, you'd be serving fucking. <laughs> can I just say, guys? Can I cut in for a sec? Our, I think we've got our first fucking uh, TikTok sensation, bro. This Juice World in four hours, one hundred and sixty-five likes. 1,343 views and it's only going up by the second. Everyone's we're on TikTok. <laughs> this is a perfect time to reveal our jerseys to the world. Yeah, if you haven't jumped on our TikTok yet, our handle is... It's the same as our Instagram, Hustler. H-S-T-L-R-R. R. R. I don't know why, but us white people, if we didn't say R, if we didn't pronounce it hard, R. Like, if I say R, 
It doesn't sound right. Am I where? <laughs> yeah, like, like are you what? <laughs> I'd have to say R. 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 Do you reckon it's because we're descendants R. of potential pirates, like in the 1400s? How do you pronounce a letter using what other letters? R. <laughs> letters were not a. pronounceable until letters a were made. A Y E. Yeah, like A is just A Y E. Do you know that words are literally us making noises that have meaning? I could go. <laughs> Yeah. That isn't a word. I mean, I'm Because it doesn't have meaning. That could be you asking me how my day was. Like deaf people. When deaf people speak, that's language to them. Ah! Ah! <laughs> to us, it's, hey mate, how you going? Deaf people don't have a fucking <laughs> language to one another. <laughs> <laughs> Their language is sign language. language is, yeah, yeah, little terrier on the beat. That's why we need to get a... um. The YouTube up, so we can have one of those rappers uh, that interpret it. Bro, interpret our first, <laughs> our first employee is gonna be the woman who did the Waka Flocka Flame concert. She's gonna be our interpreter, bro. She has to be. We need to get her on our books. She's on that Charlie Sloth energy. She needs to be on the books. Scomo can probably fund it right now. Well, did you see that Tony Hawk pro skater? Being yeah, they're remaking it. I remember that oh, game. That was a throwback. I from... used to abuse that game. I remember me and Gumbin used to play it. Bro, the one... I can't remember which one it was. Um, the one where you get to unlock, like, Shrek and fucking the bloke from Star Wars, Boba Fett. I don't think I understand. As a character. I think that was a, um, the continued one. Number this three, video maybe. is blowing up. Like, I'm just getting notifications for the likes every second. We out here, boys. What's the go with Peter Valandis? <laughs> um, and that massive contract, bro. Surprisingly, I don't know how Channel Nine manoeuvred it, how and I don't know how Channel Nine in comparison to what was the story was about three weeks ago. Channel Nine were at like their whole approach to NRL was, if we can save 130 million dollars by making sure the NRL doesn't play this year, let's push let's to say it. they're saying like push the media mm. narrative to be they're not playing. Three weeks later, Peter Valandis, mm. the fucking goat of business, the goat of negotiation. Like, he needs to write a tell-all eventually, because I would read it, and I'm not into that stuff. Yeah. Like, not that negotiation no, stuff, but yeah, I'm not into no, that. As, be very good. Like, I'm not into a typical person like him, mm. generally speaking, like an Australian icon, etc., like, who worked in, like, law initially, I think, like, they... He's been around. Sorry, like, etc. He's been the CEO of a few fucking major... Um, he was the racing and... organization. They're the yeah, two things it. I'm very intrigued about, mm. and naturally because of the way he's kind of presented himself from a as a racing and an NRL kind of mm. businessman. Well, that's what I like about him. Magnated. He's got that business structure to. It. He's got that business image. That's he's almost reality. like yeah, like that like old a school. Like yeah, like where he's just it, he's nego- coming to run this company as a business. And yeah, that's and it. it's not bull. There's no, no bullshit. That's mm. apparently I can't remember who was saying it. That someone was saying it. I think um, Todd Greenberg was more of a... Was like a say and not do person. Yeah. So Todd Greenberg would like front the media and say things that sound good and talk to Peter and say things that sound good. And Peter comes in at the start of this year and initially he's just filling out, getting to learn about Todd, etc. Yeah. And all that different stuff. And then eventually after a few months he's just like, this guy's just... He's not. He's not acting on all these big, yeah, fancy, games nice dr- fairy tale things he's saying. Whereas Peter just wants communication. If we say something, let's get it done. And it seems like that's who he is. And it seems he's like it's getting done. negotiated to 
change from a let's save 130 million dollar approach f- from nine to a three year 1.9 billion dollar fucking well, broadcast give us deal. some more money <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're paying 600 odd million a year which is more than what they're paying now I think it's more, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, if they were taking 130,000, 130 mil back, they wanted to do that because, wasn't it because of how the NRL was going, we've only got 153 in the war chest, they called it. And then if Channel 9 were to backflip on that, they'd have fucking 20 mil sitting there. Mm. Which is fucking wrong from Channel 9's behalf. Channel 9 were just trying to save money in the short term because... They didn't know what was going to happen. Because they were angry that NRL hadn't negotiated with them when they were initially planning to re... Yeah. integrate the season so they they were like pushing this whole media narrative of we need to save 130 mm. mil the NRL is premature um, in the way they've handled this Todd Greenberg's horrible at financial management Todd yeah, they, is, they like, came out with some heavy shit like slamming mm. a few people from the NRL which I don't think was fair like I understand you know you should have been in the negotiations but at the same time you guys are on the way out I don't even yeah. watch fucking footy on Channel yeah, 9 anymore State of Origins a lot of people don't like State yeah, of Origin and the Grand Origin. Final. And if they switched to Fox, I'd be more than happy. I'm not going to yell. I don't care. I couldn't Bring care. it to Fox. Fuck. I'd well, rather hear fucking... As same, long as like, say, Joey. Joey Sturlo, maybe Joey. Yeah. Sturlo. Uh, Fittler. Like, there's a There's a few on nine that you'd want to take to Fox. 100%. But majority of them on, on nine, you have to add breaks every fucking two seconds. It's just yeah. literally like, I get you got to make it. your ma- money, but fuck. Do it, because later... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after the game, like, put some ads on, bro. <laughs> People are still gonna be like, like, don't they understand that no one watches the ads mm. anymore, anyway. I think Fox has done a lot more mm. for the NRL than what the Channel Nine's done in years. Like, oh, Fox, Fox is over in America. Like, it's like yeah. an ESPN for Australia. Yeah, well, it's not Fox Aussie News. Own. Whereas Nine, you're not allowed <laughs> to fucking like. We've spoken about this. You're not allowed to post any of their footage of rugby league mm. anywhere on any social <laughs> nine media has copyrighted down. it every every single bit as well it's like everything that comes out yeah. is copyrighted from the heart the, like this the get-go and i think peter Valandis, yeah just that's got to be that's got to be like a negotiation <laughs> yeah. story that we hear in a couple nine, of years they're probably there going if we're paying 1.9 billion i don't want anyone else to touch my fucking Footage. Well, 1.9 billion in broadcast terms would probably be literally we get the grand final still, we get the, yeah, the big we get the Friday night games, mm. um, we get the fucking, well, the first the game state of, of origins, yeah. etc. They still, they, or even they, the sat- they, they might get the Saturday night ones, whatever the biggest. Because so, Fox Fox Sports are paying a similar amount. Like mm. Fox League won't it won't change what NRL are getting, but uh, nine are getting in terms of the big games. They'll still get that, but they might yeah get that. They might get an additional, like they might have the, they might One start game or something like that. being rivals to Fox League again, mm. more than. Well, they need to do something because if this doesn't work for them, they're gone. Like well, nine's I, finished. I already, yeah. Well, everyone that I know, like out of our crew, everyone that we speak to, they all watch it on Fox League, Fox literally League. because they hate the commentators that talk on Channel Nine. First of all. And the ads, like, yeah. and the that's ads, all. It's that... literally as simple as them two factors have changed the whole game. The ads well, would be number one. Yeah, for me. and last year. I um, didn't have Foxtel, so I got KO Sports. Mm. Yeah, I watched exactly. it on KO Sports. I'd rather you know, pay... prefer to watch it on, on KO than to watch it on Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Because literally. you don't have the ads, you can watch it. Mm. You know, better. You don't better have Erin Mullen pretending she knows what the fuck she's talking about when she's <laughs> talking to Joey. Like, she's trying to educate Joey. I beg your pardon. Like, yeah. No, for real. Know what you know. You're actually talking That's to fine. a goat here, mate. But like, this is Joey respect. Johns. It's like someone talking to Michael, like a random chick talking to Michael Jordan. 
you know, sit the fuck Can down. Can you imagine? Trying sit to tell him how to, like, down. about the game. Especially <laughs> Even if it's a bloke. Who just like, came it's not in, about being Aaron Mullen. It's just that Aaron Mullen the show is the person who thinks, was like that. Mm. She has the bloody balls to tell Joey that he's wrong. Yeah. It'd be like Matt Singh. Remember that Cowboys thing? Just, just so there's people who are fucking going to say, oh, it's a woman or whatever. Matt Singh, the fucking Cowboys winner, great try scorer. If he, sits next to him, uh, if he is sitting next to Joey Johns, you better be sitting next to him to interview him because I don't want to hear shit you got to say, Matty. Maybe another time when it's just you, but Joey Johns, just talk to him. Yeah, <laughs> but Matt Singh played footy. Aaron Moylan, yeah, yeah. of course. That's why it's even funny. Someone like Ruan Sims yeah, on there. Or even exactly like, right. you know, Get one of those girls on there who have played footy. They are that still can playing. Sit there, that, yeah, they can sit there with an ex-footy player, goat media personality like Joey Johns. Or even like that James Bracey. Actual chat that you can respect both sides. Is that the other bloke on Channel 9? He's a fuckwit. He's a fuckwit. Yeah. They're just full of fuckwits now. Get Fatty Borton back on there. And the thing is, it's not just if you don't know anything, because even Matt Singleton, he's a a sprinter, but he's on Fox League and he's a good bloke. Like, Mm. I like him. I don't know what it is about Fox League. Like, I don't know if they just tell him, like, just be yourself. Don't act like you know footy. They're a lot more just themselves. I watch Matty Johns and Andrew... Matty Andrew Johns, Johns and <laughs> Brad Fittler, they've got this thing on YouTube, but they're probably doing it on Channel 9, mm. but they're chatting at, I think, Brad Fittler's like Zoom? Farm. Oh, really? They're chatting, and they're just there with an interviewer, and they're just so fucking, they're not being themselves, like, yeah. you can tell they're, they're so uptight with what mm. they say, like, they, you can tell they hate the fucking person, like the, the person the, asking the question. Because yeah, is hate, it for Channel 9? Yeah. yeah. So they can't stand him. He says jokes and they're just like, shut the fuck up. Mm. But, you know, it's just so controlled. You listen yeah. to Fox Sports and you have fucking Highmarsh and Fletch just being themselves, oh, being funny fuckers. And, and then Matty John's even. On then the, when on they the do Matty John's show, league, you'd go, fuck yeah. Hmm. It's actually That's a what you need, bro. And Fittler, every now and then you get like Fittler's personality when he's like being a funny man. Like, you you, you can there, tell that he's like when he used to be on the sideline. I think like he's, for a, Fox he's still yeah. on the sideline for Channel Nine, and he's like Is he? he for Channel Nine purposes. Yeah, he's pretty like he's pretty uh, much an outcast in the sense that he expresses a lot more than anyone else. But it's mm. still very controlled. Like yeah. you put him on Fox League, even Joey Johns. If Joey Johns and Matty Johns do like a podcast <laughs> or something, or like a like that's a that's the next media magnate in fucking Australia, having those. Two. If they team up, they're both that's ones nine, I mean. ones Fox. That's what I'm saying. Like so they need they to do, move like, those two over to Fox. That that's they probably can't even the work coffin. together. Remember they worked, yeah. they were, were working together, and then they had to come out and do an interview together, and both like it was the first time they spoke in a while. Yeah, that one actually, on Fox League. Yeah, they went on Fox and had an interview together. Yeah, that was they were on bad terms. Then they they, <laughs> they was, cleared it up, but yeah, Maddie was you can tell Maddie is just a, like so Maddie funny. Is hilarious. He was giving it to him <laughs> for that like feud in the. And interview. I think Joey Johns had that same sort of mentality as fucking MJ, not like to the mm, max, yeah, yeah. but you know he was more switched on and wanted to win. Maddie was, Maddie was like, I have the skill, but I'm also a fucking hilarious personality. So let me lean into that. Let's me do both. What I view, I was thinking about it yesterday. Um... Cam Smith, Joey Johns is more like a Michael Jordan, where he's just, he's so good and so strategically fucking amazing at NRL mm. that his brain, person, like, he he's so good and such a genius that he doesn't focus as much on personality, and that's the same as Jordan. 
Like, he's so good, and you're not going to see him in the media, etc. Like, as a media personality, per se. He's yeah. just Michael Jordan. Joey Johns is just Joey Johns. Obviously, he's trying to venture into that, but in terms of his personality, he's Joey Johns. Like, you know him as Joey Johns. Yeah. Whereas, then you've got, like, say, Cam Smith. Cam Smith is more like a Kobe Bryant. Like, he played the game as a hooker, but he could definitely become a coach one day because he understands the game of NRL the same way Kobe understood the game of basketball. Yeah. If he's not a coach when he's older, I'll be Well, Joey Johns is a coach. He's a halfback coach. But I think that's also, that's what I realised. The part that I missed, Joey Johns can coach from his position. I don't think Joey Johns could go to a forward and say, look, you need to do this. Yeah. Well, I don't think he wants to, per se. Like, he could if he wanted to. No, no. I don't no. think he wants yeah, to. Sure. Mm-hmm. He's more like his position or nothing. Whereas Cam Smith could go to a forward and has the... the humi- not even the... Well, humi- like the Position-wise, to- too. But in saying that, Joey John's halfback, that's still a leader of the team. He so he could definitely... But I mean, the mindset... I think Cam both. Smith could be a coach easy. Yeah. Whereas um, Joey John's has to be a position coach. More of that assistant, like. not even like just from the way but that they could approach also it. be the way that Cam Smith has became Cam Smith. He has a lot to a lot to thank from Kronk, Slater, and Bellamy. Mm. Well, he yeah like, he grew off them, you know, and that's another thing where he would be able to coach a team, be a lot more suitable for the team because he's. He's became this player from hard work and training and the effort. Know, whereas well, Joey you Johns, you can still Joey Johns, not taken away the training and yeah. you, know, you hear stories of Joey Johns used to pass the footy. Well, to Joey a board Johns and, was very similar to Rodman personality wise that he would get fucking smashed, but then he would outrun come everyone game time in preseason. Switch on, like he'd be he'd be he mm. hadn't slept in twenty four hours because he'd been whereas on the party. He beach. didn't like he didn't really need a coach. To switch him on, mm. he already oh, had he, that. He had, yeah. Whereas Cameron Smith, you know, if if it was just Cameron Smith at Melbourne Storm, let's say no Slater, no Kronk, no Bellamy, you know, would Cameron Smith mm. be who Cameron Smith is today? If he played for the Warriors, would he fall off? Simple as that. <laughs> and that, that, and he probably, probably would be like an Isaac Luke, where he has his stages of brilliance yeah. individually. But when it comes to can't. the he can't, team, he can't make and a team. He can't. Yeah, they can't. He can't that's take like them anything, to the like grand the environment. Well, I think that's what you see in um, state of origin, really, because it's never Cameron Smith that takes it on. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He as holds much as he together, can control the but... play and everything, he's not going to win the game for you. Nah. Like, like he's not a big game player. No. He's a glue guy. Yeah, a he, very like a, Nathan an amazing glue guy. Every single game, come in, do his job. Yeah, like Harmash is one of the best as a second rower. As the a best. game changer? No. Not really. No. You're, you're, not not high, yeah, you're not bringing Highmarsh in to... You're, throwing you're not putting him team. on in the last 10 minutes to win the game. Yeah. You're only bringing him on to make that tackle. If you're in front by fucking six, you're whacking him on because you know you can just defend, defend, yeah, defend. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll do the hard yards. He's like Fuck a Draymond Green. sport, man. Oh, bro. Fucking sport, I just want to see bro. fucking Frizzell run at the Maroon line one more time. <laughs> I want to see Frizzell <laughs> in right, fucking blue and red. going to be. Oh, bro, oh, hey, hey, we didn't three, talk about that Three yet. straight weeks, no, man. No, because... Fuck. Three they're straight weeks. They're going to be three big Wednesdays. They're going to be enjoyable. Very it's enjoyable. Summertime, too. I think in November, the 4th, 11th, and... Or 3rd, like 10th, and 17th, or Never something like it. that. It's a 4th, 11th, and 18th. Bro, the three Wednesdays is... The f- Tuesday, Melbourne Cup. Wednesday, oh, State wow, of Origin. Thursday, Oaks Day. 
Holy shit. Week off work, let's go. Punters are gonna be... <laughs> there's gonna be beers and fucking... Bro, to have sports Beers back. and multis. Let's go. That'll be like also November. That'll also be like kind of... As much as everything's slowly coming back, that'll slowly. be like the... Whether or not crowds will be back by then, I fuck, I'm hoping they are, but I can't see crowds being back. Yeah. And if they do come back... It'll be know, limited. Would it be one person every three seats? Literally. Like, that's, that, they'll be did able you to... see in the soccer the other day on the bench, or the interchange bench, were three metres apart. Three metres. <laughs> so it just looked funny. And then you, you see as well, they're doing corners, they're playing, you know... Soccer, you're all up and close, you know, with your player. Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. Uh, and then when one of the teams scored the goals, they've run through. They're all doing this social distancing celebration, <laughs> you know, three metres apart, whatever the case is. Uh, it's just fuck me dead, man. Miss sport. Yeah, nah. It's been fucking too long. Too I can't long. wait for Thursday night footy to come back. Because, like, that, when footy's on, it feels like Thursday night. That's when my weekend starts. You look tomorrow, tomorrow to work, Thursday. But... You watch the footy, you know, you're relaxed. And then 100%. Friday's the next day. But yeah, nah, fucking sport, man. With sports talk as well, I've been getting messages asking when sports talk coming back. They love the skiff man. Hard <laughs> beer. <laughs> the skiff man <laughs> is loved. We got that fucking segment back out here. It's just we haven't had fucking sport. Yeah, at the moment, there's nothing really to fucking, fucking. talk about sports wise. And that's the last dance, you know, that finishing up. That's mm. going to be a fucking sad time finishing up. Oh, that'll literally be the last sport thing that we'll see, and that's tomorrow night. And then because I love Mondays as it is, oh, it's but a it comfy just hour. gives you that thing to look forward to now. It's like Monday afternoon, you know, you expect you're, it. You're sitting your feet up and watching the last dance. How good, bro! Let's go on to our top ten for the fucking week. Well, well, it's been a big week. It's been a big week, man. There's been some music, like some well, bangers dropped. <laughs> half of my top ten are you know old tunes. I've started off with PTSD, Chance the Rapper, Juice World, Track, and fucking Ty- Lil Uzi Vert I was going to say Tyler or something yeah nah I got that from <laughs> it's not like you ever listen to it or anything yeah I know and then World Hold On and Love Generation by Bob Sinclair tunes bro some wow some throwbacks some Sunday fucking session <laughs> tunes so I had to whack them in there 1942 Party Next Door that's been my favourite song since that album dropped P2 by Party Next Door Wedding Day, St. John, another thing that's been in my top 10 the last week. I think I started say. Wedding Day has been in my top 10. St. John, tune, fucking tune. Drop Top in the Rain, Ty Dolla Sign, that's where that fucking comes in. That's where it must yeah. <laughs> Tory Lanez, UB40, Bring Me Your Cup, that oh, is a drink. That's a Sunday song. I can't wait to have a drink with the lads. Scots, by the Scots, fucking... The Scots by the Scots, eh? Hey, it's weird how they say the Scots. You reckon that's what they call themselves? Kid Cudi and the tra- Travis Scott? Must be. As a collective, they're just a Scots. Not complaining. Fucking tune. Why, but? Why? <laughs> Might have to suss it is out. Kid I'll bring Cudi, that to his like, is there a relation there somewhere? Well, it's like when um, Kanye West and Kid Cudi released their joint album. They were classed as um, Kids See Ghosts. I think. Let me double check that quickly. I think so, though. Like, as in their name. Yeah, like, so when they released... Like, that was... Who it was who by. Who was by. I like to say how Travis Scott and Kid mm. Cudi have done um, theirs. I think Kid, Car- uh, Kid Cudi and Kanye, yeah, it's Kids See Ghosts. So that's who they've classed that as. So Kid Cudi must be behind that, I feel. Mm. Just when he does joint projects, just... He names them. 
classing them as yeah naming like their, their duo this the is like team. the performance team kids see ghosts the scots fuck yeah out here by HP Boys fuck me that album dropped during the week if you haven't listened to it listen to it Bangers. it's not your typical Australian you know at the moment drill scene so if mm. you aren't a fan of that which you're a weirdo if you're not <laughs> <laughs> me personally loving oh. it but out here by HP Boys and Kyoza Feti Rika I don't know who <laughs> that is it might be her first like she must be like a local artist or something that they've worked with but yeah fucking tune and then Pop Smoke Shake the Room Quavo Pop Smoke Jess um, I followed up with a bit more 1-4 as well bro the Welcome to Prison because it's just fucking tune Australian um, music and then I just got some regulars in there like Wee Ball Meek Mill Young Thug tune you can just fucking whack tune. on whenever Proxies by Flatbush Zombies they just fucking spit absolute bars and then I whacked in probably my fucking all time favourite song When I'm Gone by Eminem <laughs> Track. Probably my favourite literal track has been my favourite track for about fucking 22 years. <laughs> heard track. it when I was one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Still vibing. Um, one time, day one featuring Davey, that's a local Aussie no, artist, Aussie absolute rapper. track. Uh, Rainy Days with Boogie featuring Eminem, track. Uh, the new um, Slime and B album with Chris I Brown and Young Thug, that's got some bangers in there. I got Say You Love Me and Big Slimes featuring Gunno and Lil Duke. Love Gunno. Tracks. Um, and then I, in favour or in light of our competition this week with our two big dogs going head to head, J. Cole and Tupac, I've got to keep your head up in there. Let's yeah. go. And then DJ Discretion Lifestyle with Hooligan Hefferson. Yeah. Tunes, brother. Some fucking tunes there. On that topic quickly, our um, tournament has been a fucking hit. Oh, everyone! Thanks for voting. We've had almost, Thank you I think, much. almost about three thousand votes over the course. Oh, yeah of these, these lot of first four votes. rounds we're up to tomorrow actually tonight tonight when this tonight. drops by the time this drops 6.30 tonight <laughs> it'll be available to vote and then you'll learn the winners maybe Tuesday morning or something so that's J. Cole I'm actually yeah I'm pretty surprised to see who's in the final like I'm like not to see who's it like I'm surprised that J. Cole like, made it uh, the whole Tupac, way through I, I think was pretty much a given Tupac had to beat some good competition to get there well bro I was surprised I said to you earlier in the week that J. Cole, um, t- that Tupac and Biggie was like the grand final before the grand final. Mm. Yeah, that was big. And then Tupac come out and absolutely smashed Biggie. Yeah, Tupac. Because Biggie had it comfortably over the, the couple over that Eminem, he Tupac, Eminem yeah. as well, that's what I thought as well. Big one. Everyone's you know what I think out. it is? OGs. Yeah, the OGs. But then the Tupac MMLP. and Biggie, everyone's just gone, Tupac. Tupac, yeah. Tupac's just been Biggie fucking but so this will be a good one, bro. To see, but Jay Cole's that, also been killing his competition, so yeah, it's gonna it. be it's gonna be close. I think this one, to at see, least we think. <laughs> I don't even know who I'm gonna vote for yet. Same. To be honest, bro, like, I love them both. Yeah, they're both good albums. They're, they're both really like such albums. individuals. Your top ten skiff. Right, two Navar Araj, aka Nav. Uh, I got no debate featuring Young Thug and Status feat Lil Uzi Vert. Then I got uh, she bumped her head from the uh, B and Slime album or Slime and B album how good is it that True. track goes off again Gunner kills it in that I got Dreams and Nightmares with uh, Meek Mill the oh. best motivational song of all time I uh, took it back a uh, relative throwback uh, Stupid Again uh, I mean a recent throwback that, that came out a few what maybe a month ago now um, that track goes off Legacy with Travis Scott 
21 Savage. That track slaps. Bang on. <laughs> I love that term. That slaps. track slaps. <laughs> 21 Savage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Slap me. <laughs> slap me, daddy. Uh, In My Zone by Bishop Zero. That's a song Bro, I found That's true, off. man. I never knew, I've never heard of that. And then I heard it on played 2K. it the other day. I was like, let's go. Okay. It goes track. hard. Yeah. heard it on 2K20. Self Made by Bryson Teller. Another song that G's you up. Animal, again, from the Slime and Bee album with uh, Chris Brown and Young Thug. And then a, a throwback to the Man Cave days, Molly from Cedric, whatever, Gavaz, and Wiz Khalifa and Tiger. Not because of actual Molly, but no, because no, of the tune Because itself. of the tune, that tune. Was, <laughs> yeah. We never, never touch Molly. Yeah, but that's my top ten. Very, uh, very international. But yeah. So that's our top 30 for the week, which was exciting. And I think if there's nothing else we really want to talk about. I think that's yeah, that, the hustler of the week. week. We got probably got fucking Elon Musk for naming his kid a computer. Bro, like I'm telling you now, bro, that's, that is the start of AI taking over. That's robot. He had a robotic kid. This, this robot kid is going to be the first robot kid of their kind. <laughs> Give it fucking 20 years. We're gone. They're going to be fucking trans coming out trying to sue their parents for, you know, giving them a sex change. People are going to be like, shut the fuck up. Fuck sit off. down. Sit down. You're sit not down. a robot. I don't want to hear what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, like, bleh, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't speak fucking robot language... Fuck you and a clout chaser, but yeah, follow us on all the socials as per usual. Hustler, yeah. hustler, Mitch, out. Yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Our voice do kind of sound the same. So that was me, <laughs> Hustler Mitch, Hustler Jesse, and Hustler Sean on our personals. Um, hustler on on Instagram, HSTLRR. Same on TikTok. Same on Twitter. Facebook's just Hustler. I don't know how the fucking metrics work for that to actually pop up. We'll see you there. Um, and yeah, we'll see you on the socials. Video come soon. Let's I know go. we've been saying that Australia's for a while. Australia's number one podcast. Yeah. You heard it here first. Let's go. Bye.